So hi, One Legal Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Uh, Rod from Volumes. And we're going to ask some questions today about their upcoming album, Happier. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Yeah, the, uh, the response has been great. You know, we've been overdue to release an album. It's been quite a few years since their previous release. So I'd say our fans were pretty, you know, stoked to finally get to have the announcement and have the album approaching so we're very excited i was listening to it earlier today it's so fucking good i'm like (laughs) i was like blown away listening to it i'm like holy shit that's awesome i'm glad you guys like it that's awesome Mm -hmm. hell yeah that's great banging Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album title happier and the cover art well uh there is there isn't there is and the whole, just the objective behind it is, 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 is a question that, you know, we want people to ask themselves if they're happier, you know, and it's a question we ask ourselves all the time as artists and, you know, you know, musicians and, and going through this process and this career and coming out of this pandemic and creating an album through a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's just something we... Uh, found ourselves asking ourselves you know like our mental health is important these days being 10 years in a band takes a toll on you and yeah we 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 had a whole other direction we were going to go but we just felt like this one just felt more complacent and more natural and just something people can relate to so and in terms of the uh, artwork like we really just wanted to execute some cinema 4d technique Mm -hmm. and so we we contacted our buddy gabor from budapest and we went through so many covers, you know, like some were dark, some were scary, you know, some were showed different intent. And we t- we chose to go with more of a minimalistic approach. And um, it's something he conjured up from like an idea that Mike Barr and I had. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when you're in the process of just creating, you just go, you just create, create and not, and, you know, and so there's not really a huge meaning behind the cover art, but we, it's definitely just a clean, minimalistic approach. And we went, and the technique is something we wanted to accomplish. So we did. All right. Okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So can you tell us a little about your writing process for this album? Yeah, uh, the writing process began just like any other process for a band. But for us, it was just a little bit more, more interesting because Diego, who's our main songwriter at the time, was no longer in the band and no longer writing. So... I was kind of in a funny place because I was kind of like the only writer in the band at the time of stepping up to write for the band. Mm-hmm. And so there was only one producer that I that knows I felt like was very just familiar with the process and the sound for volumes. And that's uh, our uh, this gentleman named Max Shad who works out of Butter Studios. And um, me and him got into a room together and we were able to crank out maybe you know, 15, 20 songs that, you know, when you're in there, you feel like, yeah, let's write the best things we can for volume, just bringing ideas and, and executing them and then filtering them down and consolidating them. And it's a whole process. And, and during that process, we felt, you know, really excited about the songs. And so we felt like the only way they'd reach their maximum potential is if we were to maybe get Michael, Michael Barr possibly back in the band, because his sound his style defined the band's sound, you know, and mm-hmm. his lyrical writing is something, you know, I'm a fan of, you know, so we, 
contacted him and it brought him in and then he brought the songs to the next level and so just at the tail end of the record we were able to also bring in daniel bronstein who's the original guitar player of the band to come and write oh. you know three or four songs with the band and just mm -hmm. be involved and bring his ideas to just help us guide the album a little bit and so we're really proud of the process you know we did it ourselves we did it with two of our you know, friends who've been there from the beginning, these two producers and, and uh, everyone came in and contributed to their parts. And it's truly just a great org volumes album. And it was a great organic process. You know, it was tough because we did it during the pandemic. And so, you know, we'd hop between studios and stuff and we'd have to do maybe some Zoom sessions with our producer. And um, yeah, and he, yeah, it was fun, you know. Um, it was a it was a crazy it was it was crazy. I'm glad it's over, yeah. and I'm I'm actually excited to begin a work on a new one soon. So okay. Oh, you said soon. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, like after 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 you know being involved with it a lot and seeing it from start to finish and creating this album from scratch, like I see the recipe now, and I have we have mm. this recipe, so it's like. You know, we can go in there and, and do it again. And I want to do it again with a better team. You know, like not a better team, but the same team, but a little bit more, maybe a, a guitar player who joins the band or something and and execute a, a a behemoth of an album after this one. Like, I'm ready to go. You know, I want to do it again. So, All right. Exactly. How did you guys translate to, like, working over Zoom with your producer? Well, it was an, it, it's crazy because it's like... I mean, that's where the future was going. I mean, that's at the time, that's where, that's how, we, like, everyone was locked at home. Like, mm -hmm. we were in the middle of a fucking album. We're like, like, what the hell? Like, okay, yeah, we, we slowed, like, we uh, we understood, yeah, there's other things that are concerning the whole world, so let's take a break. But then, I don't know, we, 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 we found ourselves using Zoom. And I remember the first times, it, it was really kind of cool. It was actually kind of almost, more efficient because there's less physical bodies around mm -hmm. and all the cooks are in your earpiece you know so like you're all in the one you're all in one headspace and you're all yeah. listening to the same tuned into the same mix and just the ideas start going and flowing and it was just fun yeah I mean granted it's not as awesome as working in, in person but it worked out fine you know and if you know Max or Dan you know, when they had an idea how maybe something should go, it's easy just to recommend it through and to recommend it right there. And then we mm -hmm. try it and everyone's honed in with these. We had this plugin called Audio Movers, which you slap on like the master track and and the other people on you can like set, you can host like a session or like an online streaming session where like you send the link and then whoever has it can like listen to the, you know, the DA, the recording sessions like actual master files like the master track so you can like hear what's going on in real mm -hmm. time and so it was easy it was it was great I mean it we 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 made it work and honestly these songs they're as good as they're ever gonna be honestly so we mm -hmm. we, we definitely made it work we cranked it man we did mm -hmm. it you're one of the first really? people we've spoken to is that that's been like it wasn't a complete shit show. Most people that we've spoken <laughs> mm -hmm. to are like, yeah, we fucking hated it. We we're glad we're back. Never you doing know, it again in person. Yeah. Yeah. 
we, we were pretty far off in the process in terms of like the instrumentals. Like we knew what they sounded like, right? We knew what we, we had like these main skeletons of them. And so we did a lot of the vocals over Zoom. And so um, it wasn't so bad. Like Michael Barr is like a beast. Mike Terry's open-minded. Like these producers have some such great ideas. Everybody was just on track to do what, to, to accomplish the goal for the band. And so it was, it was fine. Yeah, I had a good, good time doing it, honestly. Oh, yeah, that's definitely different from what we usually get. <laughs> so that's good. That's very good. Uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this album and the meaning behind it. Good question. I mean, that's such a, so many freaking lyrics to filter through. Yeah. Considering, like, I haven't even thought about the lyrics of, like, in class, doing college classes right before this. I'm thinking about, like, crazy philosophy right now, but, like, I don't know. I, I, if I pulled them up, I guess I can. I can. Uh, I'm not selling this so well because. <laughs> if you just want to pick a song, that's okay. Because I know you guys have a mm -hmm. show to play tonight, so we can't exactly, be here yeah. forever. Yeah, I, dude, it's difficult, man. You guys are asking me two good, two good questions. <laughs> I don't have a favorite song, and I don't mm -hmm. have a favorite lyric. Oh my god! As we tried right to help now, you. Oh come All on! All right, that's fair. <laughs> It's uh, a different vibe, different song, different vibes every day. I don't know, but uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just different for me because it's such I'm, I'm involved in it so much. I, I don't know. I'm gonna tell you, okay. all of okay. them are bangers. All of them are bangers, straight up. Yeah, there, there you, go. you go. That's the answer. Mm -hmm. Correct um, answer. So hopefully this song, this question's a little bit easier. What song on the album took longest to write? Definitely not. Yeah, I'll just look at the list right now. <laughs> Definitely yeah, not open. FBX. Probably, uh, maybe malevolent, not bend, not get enough, probably lets me down. I'd say something that one, like probably lets me down because it was one of the earlier songs we did with Max at his studio. Um, and it stuck around from like, you know, 2018 or something. And then mm -hmm. we wrapped it up in like 2021 and you're, you're doing edits up until the end for some of these songs. So like probably lets me down, but probably took the longest. Okay. And it went through okay. a lot of changes too, so mm -hmm. probably lets me down. Yeah, All right. sounds good. Uh, so, how did the track list for this album come about? Did you write the opener to be an opener, closer to be a closer? Did you kind of shuffle around, listen through. What was the process like for that? When you're making an album, you definitely have like a sequence you want to follow in, in mind. You know, you want it to have an ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's like an idea. Yeah, you want to come out with the big, strong, heavy op opening. Yeah and have its flow and sequence the album very correctly but like in the beginning you know you know you write 20 25 ideas and when you filter it down it's easy to filter it down to something that flows like that so mm -hmm. it, it was kept in mind you know and it, and it, it yeah 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 i guess yeah the intro was written almost as an intro and the outro mm -hmm. the last song was written almost as the closer of the album and like all the other ones fit fit in there very well and um yeah it's something you definitely keep in mind that when you're writing for sure okay all right that's good definitely mm -hmm. um so where was your headspace at while you guys are writing this album headspace is uh i'm excited it's the first time i i get to be the be involved with the album from start to finish create it from the dirt um I, i'm very excited to finally see what I can see what we can do 
I'm excited to work with Max Shad. This is my headspace. Max Shad's the, the best. Uh, mm-hmm. Me and Max Shad are going to kill this. Mike Terry, everyone's going to kill this. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm down to prove everybody wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Volumes is a special band. Like every single member has brought it to where it is. And I'm happy to be the member who's who's carrying it now. So that was my thought. That was my mind space, my head space. And I left a lot out, actually. Let's make the best volumes record we can without going too overboard. And let's just make a great volumes album. We know what volume sounds like. It's a it's a heavy melodic band with with its with a wide dynamic. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to change the sound at all. We're not going to go crazy and change the sound, but we're going to use what we have and we're going to do the best we can. That was the entire headspace. I love that the headspace was stoked as fuck and not like super depressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm never about like, dude, I'm never about that. People are born into the worst, the worst part. People are born into the worst lives. Like I, like we're all, we all should be grateful for what we have. Like, I, I I get down, but I'm I'm very thankful for everything, you know. So yeah, mm-hmm. you got to keep a forward mindset always. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should they play it in the car with French? They play it in the dark with headphones on? Should they work out to it? What do you personally recommend? Great question. I was thinking about this today, and I mm-hmm. I would recommend you go do your favorite activity. You go to the gym. You go on a drive. You know, uh, you go somewhere where you can set aside 45 minutes to vibe out and let this impact you. And so you can remember where you are. Maybe it's camping. Maybe you're on a trip. Maybe you go for a drive. Maybe you're at home by yourself. Maybe you're at a party with all your friends. Like maybe you're going through a tough time. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need something dope to listen to at the gym. Like definitely just do an activity or or just remember where you are and just enjoy it really and let it let it serve something in your life hopefully oh right i like like that that a lot uh so this question should be super super quick off top of your head i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words no more no less heavy Mm -hmm. loud music okay (laughs) yeah perfect heavy loud music heavy loud music got it you know there's so much music out there and this is heavy loud music <laughs> perfect. perfect so straightforward love it's, it it's brilliant mm-hmm. uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners yeah i want them to be motivated motivation inspiration uh heartache and uh those three mostly motivation inspiration heartache and um resolve yeah mm. come around and realize that you're you're strong and you and be inspired and you can do what you want and and he, and feel the heartache too because life is hard but carry on and be motivated and do what you every everything you want to do in life are those also the emotions that the album tackles or is that just what you want people to feel while listening to it? No, yeah, it tackles that. It's, it's a motivating part for the band. It's a new chapter for the band. It's a 
it's a chance to show the fans and the whole world that, you know, we're not done. We're actually the strongest we've ever been. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent. You're good. No, you're all good. Yeah. Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this album? My favorite memories were just actually like freaking making an album from the dust, from the dirt getting through the whole pro like being just a part of the whole process. Like it's, it's rough, you know, some days you question yourself and you're sitting there and you're, it's crazy. It's the craziest process, but, um, really just working with Max Jad him giving me a chance because volumes at the time was like, had a very bad reputation of being like wild and crazy boys. And like in the studio, it translates there, like just being a fracas in the studio and, some people don't like that. So him giving us a chance really meant a lot to me because he, I trust him extremely with, the, with his producing and his talents. Mm-hmm. And so, and then getting Michael Barr and back in the band was like the best thing to ever happen to this band ever. Um, and uh, com- and then having, you know, Daniel Bronstein work on the album, you know, the guy who started this band, you know, it's like, it just makes it such a full circle complete project. And and me doing my part, you know, being the freaking spine of the band from day one, like mm-hmm. coming through. You know, I came through. You know, I pulled up, I pulled up, and I came, I came through for everybody. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. So just doing it, you know, and, and the process and 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 the and the and the risk that it took, and everyone and and the guys giving us a chance, and the man and and like, you know, people counted us out, but people helped us and motivated us and yeah sorry i went off on a tangent again but no you're all good you're good yeah you're fine you don't have to apologize for that we're a podcast you're supposed to talk it's good (laughs) yeah i apologize for anyone who's listening and thinking what the hell is he saying right now no (laughs) you're fine Uh, so for this question i want you to picture you're on tour you don't have to picture that because you're actually on tour uh you're at a gas station for a rest stop you're going in what is your snack of choice Dude, you guys have the best questions. Thank you. Um, um, this is probably a scam call, so I won't pick it up, but I really want to. <laughs> I think you should. Um, yeah, I think you should. Uh, what? Go for it. Went away. Okay, so, so okay, yeah, pulling up to the gas station. Mm-hmm. It could be a travel day. It could be a love. It mm-hmm. could be, it could be uh, a pilot. I don't know. There's these mm-hmm. three big mm-hmm. ones. If it's a, Okay, if it's those three, I'm pulling up. I'm getting a banana and I'm getting a water and I'm getting out of there. Okay. Cause gas station food is really bad for you. Okay. 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 Maybe I'm a, I'll get a yogurt. All right. Okay. Uh, the old rod would pull up. He'd mm-hmm. get all the egg rolls, the fr- the chesters, the fried chicken, the fried chicken wings, the pizza, mm-hmm. you know, all the good stuff, a for real milkshake to top it off. Mm-hmm. But the new Rod, he's different. He's getting a banana. He's getting a yogurt. He's getting a water. He's getting out of there. Uh, but if we're pulling up to a Bucky's, mm-hmm. this is us pulling up like this. <laughs> okay. We're gonna pull up to the Bucky's. We're gonna go crazy. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get. We're gonna get. Uh, they're. We're gonna get. What's the? The Bucky's nuggets they have those little crispy nuggets. Beaver nuggets. They're these little sweet little. Uh, I can't even describe them. They're so good. They're like sweet Cheetos and they're oh. so fucking good. 
no cheese though. It's just like a, the same material, but mm-hmm. and uh, they're sweet. I'm getting a brisket sandwich. I'm mm-hmm. getting a fruit. I'm getting a fruity pebbles rice krispies treat. I'm getting some uh, uh, what's that water called? Uh, Ikea water. We used to buy all of it. We're getting the special water from there, mm-hmm. and then we're mm-hmm. getting out of there. There you go. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, what? if we're going to Wawa though, we're getting a half mac and cheese, half mashed potato with chicken tender bowl. Ooh. And and probably get out of there and regret it later. <gasps> okay. Not you're not even gonna get like a hoagie at, at Wawa? Yeah, you know, I'm not a big hoagie guy. Oh, Boo. how can you not be a hoagie guy? I don't know. We're from the West Coast. We don't even know what oh. hoagies are, you know? Okay, well that's fair. That's that's a valid excuse, I guess. I'll let you pass for that. God. Yeah, we're too like bougie. We got like pressed sandwiches and paninis. <laughs> fucking fucking I, West Coast people, man. Oh my God. Yep. I just yep. want to say, when you said that we have amazing questions and looked at your watch, I thought you were going to go, and actually, that's all the time we have, and then just leave. <laughs> like, I thought you were just going to end that it there. That would have been pretty boss. Pretty boss and rude. Either or. Yeah. Um, so, where do you see the band in the next five years? Man. If I told you what I really thought, no, I'm just kidding. I, I, where do I see the band in five years, dude? Probably not around, to be honest. <gasps> no, it's, it's it's tough. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. if you guys don't go pre-order this album right now, it's I don't know where it's going to be in five years. I'm just going to be straight up. Mm-hmm. But if I if I push that aside, where would I want to be? I'd want to be. Um, getting rid of our old toxic reputation, developing our new positive reputation. Uh, this is and doing it through the years, uh, gaining more fans, bringing more people to our shows, uh, releasing more and more music, affecting more and more people, and 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 our and gradually trending in the right direction in our careers. And that's where I would want to go. It's a, but it requires a lot of support and and uh, we need it now really more than ever to be honest with you I'm not going to front like mm-hmm. we need all the fan support it's what carries the band you know there's been skepticism revolved around the band a little bit but we've totally rebounded and we're on our feet and now we just need people to believe in us and bring us back to life so mm-hmm. that's, that's I, I see it Trending in the right direction is where I want it to be, but it's it's gonna be tough. So we need we need the support. Oh yeah. Hmm. I appreciate you being upfront with that. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean I've been doing this for twelve years. I mean, like, you know, um yeah. it's it's tough, you know, it's it's not the best financial thing. You know, I do this for a passion, it's my pure passion for music and pure passion for my bandmates and what we started and where we wanted to go originally. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here to kick I'm here to follow that dream so but it's fucking hard let me tell you mm-hmm. yeah uh, so for these last couple of questions we're going to shift away from music if that's okay with you sick uh, yeah. so we're actually going to go straight to death row Boom. so if you're on death row what would your last meal be with a drink I love you guys uh, <laughs> man I love food so much and I've eaten so much food all around the freaking world like i could not tell you i do like this is gonna sound so funny pf Chang's is pretty fire 
It's so mm-hmm. random, but it's so fire. Yeah. That, that would not be my last meal. Oh, okay. I would want like I would want like some crazy French chef, mm-hmm. like Wolfgang Puck or someone to yeah. like cook me a steak au poivre, like a nice steak with a peppercorn and cream sauce with like perfectly fried but French fries, you oh, know, yeah. a fucking delicious lardon salad, you know, mm-hmm. it's a salad with like little bacon bits. I don't, oh man, that sounds amazing. And the wine, I'd be like, yo, I'm ready to go, honestly. It's so good. <laughs> Kill me now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, straight up. You guys should go have steak au poivre at like a French restaurant. I mm-hmm. think that's what it's called. But it's just fucking like steak with this peppercorn sauce and like crispy fries. It's literally like it hits so good. All, All right. right. Next time I'm at a French restaurant, I'll, I'll ask for it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I know a lot of people like that's a good answer to saying like pizza. Pretty basic, you know, <laughs> unless <laughs> it's like a very special pizza from somewhere. Then then I would respect that. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've gotten like truffle yeah. pizza, if that makes you happy. Okay, that's something. Okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There uh, you go. If you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Dude, such a good question. Thank you. <laughs> I live in a fictional world in my head every day. It's called Broad World. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, really, Harry Potter Land sounds sick. <gasps> okay. Star Wars Land sounds sick. Uh, you know, honestly, like maybe even like taking a time machine and living in like 1850, like somewhere just to see how fucking crazy and fucked up it was. Mm -hmm. Or like the, I don't know, um, fictional. Oh, wait, you said fictional. Sorry. Yeah, fictional. (laughs) I think Harry Potter would be a pretty cool place to go because I'd have like a cool accent. I'd be Mm -hmm. like a wizard. I'd like take on like a new vibe. Like I think I'm into that. All right. All right. What uh? What house? World. Uh, What house am I? No, I gotta go Gryffindor Mm because I'm basic. Like I want to be the hero. I want to be the protagonist. I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. Like, so I would say Gryffindor. Even though Hufflepuff is a really cool name, and Ravenclaw is cool as hell too. Mm -hmm. What do you have against Slytherin? You know, they're just the bad. You know, they're the baddies. You know, they are. Draco, he's up to no, Drake is up to no good. He's a bully. He's mm-hmm. he's not the nicest guy. No. He represents them. And so based upon him and Crab and Goyle, I think. Yeah. Those three, they're up to no good. You know, mm-hmm. their vibe is off. I you know, Hermione, Harry, Ron, their vibe is on a way better vibe. They're just trying to solve mysteries, fix yeah. things, make mm-hmm. things a little better, you know. So Yeah. Gryffindor. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, So I actually have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Right now it's blue. Okay. All right. Blue because I'm going to UCLA and the Bruins. Uh, It's a blue color. Right now it's like neutral color i like because I'm, I'm, i've been wearing black all my life but blue has just got a cool fresh vibe you know mm-hmm. you wear a blue shirt outside you, you might be able to trust that person yeah i don't know just i don't know people who wear all black just sometimes might not always be up to it might be up to no good i don't know but um 
Blue, man, blue. It's just, it's just, it's just a happy color. Mm-hmm. A happy color. Yeah. It's a very good color. Uh, Sometimes I don't always say the smartest thing. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> no. You're fine. Sense. You're fine. It's all good. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm me. So that's what matters. Exactly. So true. Uh, yeah. So as we said, uh, that's all the questions we have to say. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Just thank you guys for what you do and how you promote and help spread the word of music and bring awareness to bands and their message. And what you guys do is very important. So thank you guys so much. And uh, to all the fans, just pre-order our new album, Happier. It comes out this Friday. Support the band. Follow us on social media. Stay in touch. And uh, we can't wait to do more with this band. So thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thank you for now. This is Member Hod from uh, Volumes, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.